Hello, and welcome to episode four of Laughing My Pain. You know what really chaps my ass? What just absolutely fucking pisses me off? It's fucking Charmin Ultra Soft. Man, that shit always just balls up on my asshole. And then I get these little shit balls in my underwear. And it just ruins my day and I just, I can't get over anything else. It just hinders everything in my day. It just completely pisses me off. You know what else makes me mad? Sensitive people. All their problems overweigh my problems and they make, they just bring me so down because my issues aren't as important as their issues and they just want to talk down to me all the time because they're better than me because their issues are more important than my issues man it's just so offensive yeah welcome to episode four where we talk about being offended now i really hope you take those first little tidbits and you just really see the humor that's in them those things really don't piss me off or irritate me i mean i i don't use charmin ultra soft because it fucking puts little shit balls in my underwear and i i just can't live life that way but people getting mad or upset about things that really don't offend me i don't think it should anybody The world we live in is pretty sensitive, and there's a lot of people in it that uh, they just want to be heard. That's all they want. They don't want to cause a ruckus or anything, but they end up doing it because they just want to be heard. And is that really a bad thing to have your voice be heard? I mean, I started a podcast because I wanted people to hear me. I mean, that's pretty damn self-centered of me. But I also thought maybe some of the bullshit I say out of my mouth will help you. Now, that's even more self-centered of me to think that I can help. God damn, that's offensive too. This is going to be an offensive episode, I can tell already. Wow. Well, buckle up, because here we go. So first off, I'd like to talk about the world we live in, right? I I talk often about, and I say often the world we live in, because we do live in a very unique time in history. We live in a time of social media. We live in a time of news being instantly. If you say the wrong thing to the wrong person at the wrong time, it's that time instantly that is spread. In years past, imagine in the early 1900s, where it took weeks, sometimes even months, for news to get from one coast to the other coast, because they had to send that that shit on a on a on a buggy, on a horse and buggy. That it's just crazy. And now I can get East Coast news, and I live on the West Coast, in an instant. So, is the world we live in full of just sensitive, pansy little assholes? 
little weak-minded individuals? I don't think so. To be completely honest, the world has never been so educated. And I, I fully believe that. One, we have the news, which is instant. You, you can look up anything that happened 20 seconds ago, and it's immediate. Not only that, but we have so many colleges that are putting out so many extremely intelligent people. The guy flipping my cheeseburgers at McDonald's has an associate's degree. The guy pumping my gas is currently going to college for a major in physics or a major as uh, he's going for his doctorate. The world we live in is so educated right now because so many people know that if they don't further their education, they're going to be flipping burgers for the rest of their life. They're going to be pumping gas for the rest of their life. And they don't want that. So in turn, they're educating themselves. And what happens when you have a world that is really educated? Everyone's opinion is now important. So you have everyone saying what they want to say, which we always have had. But not everyone was smart. I mean, there's been some pretty stupid people throughout history. Actually, most of the biggest crises in history were because of stupid people. So, now you have everyone that is educated, so everything they say is important. So if you don't treat that as important, well, that's not right. What I have to say is important. You will listen to what I have to say. And that creates an environment where people are easily offended. And secondly, there are some pretty stupid motherfuckers out there. You do have your guys that no matter how much schooling they take, no matter what they do... They're just, they're going to be that guy at McDonald's flipping cheeseburgers. And I'm not saying anything bad about that guy. And I am not singling anyone out. But there are those that have the mindset that they're going to succeed. And then you have those that have the mindset, I'm okay flipping cheeseburgers. Or I'm okay pumping gas. Or I'm okay as the teller at your local grocery store. And without those people, we wouldn't have a life. Imagine if you walked into a store and there was no one to ring you up. Well, shit. What the hell do I do now? Or you go to McDonald's and they go, Alright, you want a double quarter pounder? Get your ass back there and cook your own damn burger. Well, I ain't gonna do that shit. So these people are essential to our life as we know it currently. And I'm not saying anything bad about them. But they can also be easily offended.
Now you get a laugh at my pain. So I firmly believe that ignorance breeds offense. If you're ignorant about something, but you are so strong in your feeling about it, one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to be offended because someone doesn't align with your unintelligent and ill-advised point of view. Or, you're going to get offended because someone that is intelligent and well-advised on the issue can out-talk you. And I had this personally happen. Not so much that I uh, was outsmarted uh, by someone. Well, I was, but they were on Google. <laughs> and Google can make you feel pretty damn stupid. And uh, this was on the Me Too movement. So I did not know what this movement was, but I knew I didn't like it. I was so damn sure that it was useless. It was a nothing movement that was just stupid, and it had caused a lot of harm to people. And it's because I didn't know what it was. So I would get completely riled up and I would turn into an offensive little shit because I had a very firm standpoint on the Me Too movement. Now, here's where the fun part happens. I was going to destroy the Me Too movement on this podcast currently being recorded today. And so I was like, well, I probably should look into who I'm going to annihilate. So I look it up. And it starts talking about women being sexually assaulted. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't believe in any of that shit. No, no, no. I firmly believe a woman has more rights than I do. I mean, without them, we don't continue as a race. I mean, we're men are also important in that, but without us uh, and each other, we don't exist. And I fully revere all women's rights in any way, shape, or form. So I, I ain't about that shit. And then... I seen that it wasn't just a couple women, but in the first 24 hours, let me stand corrected, it was the first 12 hours, because the Me, the me Too was first started um, at noon on October 15th, 2017. By the end of the day, it had been used more than 200,000 times. That means 200,000 women had used this term to say they were sexually assaulted in 12 hours. That's, that's crazy. That's a lot. And then it was used more than 500 times by October 16th, the very next day on Facebook. In one day, it was used more than 500,000 times. 
That is an insane amount of women. The hashtag has been used by more than 4.7 million people in 12 million posts during the first 24 hours. That is a lot. I was I was completely blown away. So here I was so offended over a movement that I didn't even know the basis of. And then I looked into it. I educated myself because ignorance was what was breeding this offensive view of mine, this offense that I had. And I educated myself on the topic. And now, I'm, I'm okay with the movement. I, I actually support the movement. Now, I don't support all the offshoots of uh, all the Me Too's or, uh, that are just about, oh, well, well, my feelings are hurt, me too. That's not what it was about, nor what it should be about. It was about these women standing up and stating, hey, you know what? She was sexually assaulted. I was too. And you know what? I fully respect the courage that it took for those women to stand up and say, me too. Two words. Very simple words. Me too. Because the backlash that those women have gotten, the hate that those women have gotten for standing up and saying this was not right is ridiculous. When I myself was part of that backlash. And I... I don't believe I posted on anything that might have gotten back to those women. I, I'm just a nobody. I'm, I'm a little peon. I'm not of any importance in this uh, spectrum of the world. But if I did and uh, anything I said got back to any of those women that were part of this movement, which it is a ton, so I'm sure... It was somebody. I apologize. I truly am sorry for my ignorance that could have easily offended you. What does all this hate, all this offensiveness do for the world? Does it do any good? Well... Probably. It, it opens up some people's eyes. Um, because if a person is so offended about something that they're actually to the point where they'll be vocal. Uh, I've seen a lot of people that uh, take offense to something and um, they just they, they back down from the confrontation. Now, I, I also don't think that that is because uh, it lacks... Uh, the need for a response. I think if 
somebody says something and it bothers you, you have the right to confront that person. And, and it's probably really bad because I'm, I'm not afraid of confrontation at all. It's one of my faults. If a person has an issue and I have an issue, we're probably going to exchange some words. It's just the way I am. Um, it's hardwired in me. But there are many people that they're not hardwired that way. They're not confrontational. So when something arises that offends them, they, they back down. They're not, uh, they don't jump to the offense. They are reclusive. And then those that, uh, that uh, let those thoughts and those feelings harbor in them and they, they build on them and it gets worse and it gets worse. And then they, they, they form an opinion of themselves based on the opinion of others. That's not good. So this this world of off offensiveness just kind of creates a a circle of offense, and not only that, then you have those that are like me that are not afraid of confrontation, that stand up and go, "Hey, you know what? Shut the fuck up! You're gonna listen to me now." And well, wait a minute. Now I'm offended. Because you you don't agree with me, but I know I'm right. And then I get offended, and I respond, and it just creates this horrible pool of despair. And it's a circle that just goes around and around and around, and it, you can't get out of it. And it's, it's, that's not good for anybody because then we just get offended over everything. So we then get offended about the toothbrush somebody uses or we get offended because of someone's point of view on gun control. Or we get offended on somebody's point of view on which toilet paper they want to use. And it never stops. And that's when it gets bad. But I did say just a second ago that it probably does some good. And what is that good? Well, it makes for some pretty entertaining news. So that is probably the only good that comes out of it is, well, we get some form of entertainment. Now, I personally am not a person that gets offended easily. It takes a lot to get my blood to boil. I fully believe that we are all allowed to feel how we want to feel, believe what we want to believe, and that's just something we have to accept. I kind of believe that we should let junkies be junkies because that choice doesn't affect us. It doesn't affect what we're doing with our life. Now, it may affect us if they break into our house and they take all our stuff and go sell it, 
But in that exact case, then they get charged with theft and our insurance that we have on our house replaces all of our stuff and they go to jail and they have the opportunity to get clean. I, as I said, I, I don't take offense to much and I know that some people probably think I'm too easy going and that I should stand more and be offended more, but well, that's just offensive because you're judging me now and well, I take offense to that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I, I really don't care how you feel. And that's just the way it really is. I hope you take away from this episode that we need to step back and look at the person that we're arguing with and see that they're a person. Now, maybe the argument is over what religion we've chose. Well, we made that choice. And they made the choice to be whatever religion they are. And in a land of free choice, and in a world of free choice, who the hell are you to tell them their choice was wrong? That's, that's not even right. I, I hope you, you at least open up to some of the more offensive things and not really take it so personal. And in, a, in our nation right now, well, uh, at least currently while this is being recorded, we have the government shutdown, and that's a very touchy subject for a lot of people. And we also have the, the reason that government shutdown is in effect is the border wall. I hope that you can at least have a civilized conversation with a person that is either pro-border wall or pro-no-border wall. Because that's their point of view. And as a human being, they are entitled to that. So now that I have discussed everything that I would like to discuss about this topic, I would like to thank you for listening talk about all this random offensive shit. And I'm glad that you came and listened to all this offensive shit. Because I know I had a lot of fun. And I hope you had a lot of fun. And I hope to see you next time. Thank you.